Clock fans, you listen to another episode with your hosts Raul Lascano and George Martinez as they square off and tackle all of today's hot topics in sports news, trends, current issues happening locally and nationally, as well as highlighting some of our local student athletes across the Sunshine State. Now, welcome your hosts Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. Welcome to another exciting episode of On The Clock. Today's agenda we got for you today here. Julio Jones is being shopped. We're going to talk about where he may end up. Clemson's going to play without their OC for the, the game against Notre Dame. How is that going to affect, impact Clemson? Is there going to be any issues there with Trevor Lawrence not having his OC? Rodgers or Mahomes, MVP. Rodgers takes a small lead on, on the betting sides here. We're going to talk about it. Haskins gets cut. Where does he land next, if at all? Uh, LeBron James, 18 years strong now in the league. We're going to see this year, does he put up another MVP performance? Orlando Magic are starting out 4-0. Are they truly contenders out in the East? Haven't said this in a long time. Cowboys and the playoffs. On the clock, fans, it is a possibility. We're going to talk about it on the show. They have a game coming up this weekend. Can they do it? And then we're going to recap our 2020 best moments in sports. And we have a very special guest that's joining the show, Ruth The Truth from Beauty and the Cleats. She's going to be with us here. We're going to talk about all this. Hang out with us. You're on the clock. What's going on, George, man? How you doing, sir? I'm excited, excited about today, man. What's going It's New Year's Eve. Do you understand that? Do you understand what's going on right now? Oh, oh yeah, I know exactly what's going on tonight. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely Havana. I'm, I'm bringing out the Havana Club out tonight. There it is. The, there the it beautiful is. rum that I've been saving up for, uh, for the new year. I'm going to drink away 2020. I'm going to kill off any other COVID germs that might be around me with alcohol. <laughs> And then, <laughs> then I'm gonna move right into it, man. But I'm excited, man. Let's not let's not leave our special, beautiful, all knowing, all sports doing. She has like 20 different shows. Ruth at the least. Truth. Oh my God, we got to bring her on. Where's Ruth the Truth? Where's she at right now? What's up, fellas? What's going How on, Ruth? How are you I doing? I cannot believe I've been invited back to On The Clock Radio after the first episode yes. that you guys had me on. Yes. Thank you so much for bringing me on. It feels great to be here, and I'm honored that I'm here for your first video podcast. Yes, we... we you guys made an excellent choice, I shall say. Well, we, we thought... We, we can't go... For, well, we can't be first because look at our... We have a face for radio, so we can't, we can't be the first <laughs> ones. <laughs> we got to bring you back on. And besides, it was so much fun last time talking about sports. And I have to say, for somebody that had like 20 Jagermeister bombs and a couple shots, you didn't slur your words and you were right on point with everything you were saying about sports. So when you, when you, that name Ruth the Truth is, is true. You were Ruth the Truth. You were really true. I live by it. Look, real quick, how have you been? I know you got Beauty and the Cleats podcast going on. I know you got the the, uh, Martin Grammatica TV show on Z Living. I know you, you're just doing everything and anything and, and, and of sports related, and it's amazing to watch. And I'm glad that I get to have a front row seat. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, thanks for watching. And but keep up with the popcorn because it's gonna keep on rolling. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I started. I made the best out of this year. I mean, I know that twenty twenty has been rough for everybody, and thank God it's finally come to an end. Yeah. But I definitely made the best of the situation, and I said, you know what? Since everybody's at home, let me start figuring out how to get it out there with my sports knowledge because I was doing an internship with Sports Talk Florida, and I was so used to being sidelines to games, press conference, being up and close and personal with these athletes. But obviously with the quarantine the pandemic that kind of changed for everything so i had to find a different avenue to like get out there and get networking in sports media i was brought onto the sports uh, arena uh, like around draft time we did like a, a draft uh, a podcast party which was awesome and i was like you know what i really love this community and what we can really create and all the content that we could put out there so the ball just started rolling i was with set the sales with uh bucks life media podcast then i got offered to do an all-females podcast so that's when i started beauty in the cleats and we just wrapped up episode 17 tonight if you guys didn't if you guys were missed it live no worries just go to fanstreetsports.com or go anywhere that you can find your apple or anywhere you can find your podcast and we are on there beauty in the cleats Right after Beauty and Cleats, I jumped on another podcast that I started back in August for episode 18 of the Tom Gronkowski Show, where we really kind of zoom in on Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski and their move from the bean town to the bay. And as you said before, I started with Z Living just a few months ago on the Martin Grammatica Show. So now I finally made it to TV, guys. So yeah, I've been I've been super busy. Yeah. Uh, it's been a great holiday season. I finally got to quit uh, my Disney job, which was great because I've been working at Disney for seven. <laughs> years as a bartender so i finally got to hang up that hospitality apron and really put my sports pants on and now i'm getting paid to do what i love the most and it's been such a blessing and i had to relocate guys after 20 years of living in orlando i have made the move to the bay and now i live just a mile away from the raymond james stadium and i couldn't be happier to take over your city so be (laughs) like no and that's beautiful like i was telling me and george we we were talking about hey who's gonna be the first guest who's the first person that we're gonna have and i was like look man it was really just a lot of fun having ruth the truth on here joking and she was witty she caught on to everything i was sliding in there and she was like i was like yo she was doing nothing past the truth right i was like man she she really is ruth the truth like she was doing very good But oh, was, and whenever you're ready to play that one on one, because don't think I forgot about that. Yeah, I, 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 I was I was a little worried that you bring that up. I was a little. Mm-hmm. Not I hope that you've been practicing. I hope you've been shooting some hoops and you know, working on them handles because you know I have been. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, the handles are not what they're handling. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> I'm just gonna pump fake to the left, go to the right, and I weigh about two twenty five, two thirty. So I'm just gonna try to back you down to the goal and hope I don't get blocked. You know what I mean? Like that's <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm gonna do. The only shots he's been shooting are donuts, the little donut holes that are, you know. Yeah, pretty much, yeah, just <laughs> the munchkins at, at, at freaking Dunkin' Donuts. That's pretty much the, the, the jump shot that I got going on. But look, I, I, like I said, hardest woman working right now is you. And I, I gave you praise, and that's why we had to bring you back and talk about some of these crazy things that George and I were lining up and, and starting with, I guess, Julio Jones, right, George? That's what we're going to go with first. Julio Jones, we saw it on Twitter. Ian Rappaport of over at ESPN, he does a phenomenal job of getting information out through Twitter. We saw it on Twitter today that the possibility, the possibility, Atlanta's just flirting with the possibility of maybe shooting Julio Jones around. And I tell you what, after the year that they've had as, as Atlanta Falcons, I'm, I'd, if I'm Julio Jones, I'm not even mad about this right now. That's that's just me. If and I could be wrong, I don't know what you guys think. If he gets shopped around, what do you get for him, and where does he go? What do you think? 
I'm hoping that he comes with a package deal because we're talking about Julio Jones, one of the most offensive wide receivers in the game, when he can stay healthy. So that's the yeah. part that's been kind of like belittling him this season. I picked him up on my fantasy, and he kind of disappointed me with some of the games that he's had. He hasn't been showing the same performances. But, I mean, we're talking about the Atlanta Falcons and Matt Ryan. So I think – for Julio Jones to continue with this offensive, uh, like the offensive guru as a wide receiver, he needs to go somewhere else where he can flourish. And I know that there's a lot of teams that are missing weapons. So, I mean, I could see him going to, I don't know, the Patriots who are missing some weapons. I could see him maybe joining the Buccaneers. I mean, who doesn't want to sign with Tom Brady? Let's be real. Let me tell you something. Somebody has to investigate the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, financial budget because <laughs> – Lord, geez, either they, they fishy, right? oh my God, you just keep signing these checks. And I'm like, where was this money about four years ago? Like, where, where was all these top dollars back then? What kind of TB12 money is Tom really bringing into the show here? So, I mean, George, what do you think, man? Do you think that Julio Jones is going to get shopped around? Maybe is it just messing with him to probably get more production? Like, what do you think is going to happen? No, you're going to definitely see him get shopped around. He's going to get traded. The Falcons are going to go full rebuild mode. Really? They have an aging roster. You figure Julio Jones is probably a couple years away from getting out of his prime. And, you know, Ruth Ruth mentioned the injury concerns. He didn't finish this year. He hasn't finished, you know, two out of the last four years now. He's gone down at the end of the year with some type of injury. Matt Ryan is getting up in age. Todd Gurley has two bum knees now. Offensively, they want to build around Kevin Rowley. He, he, he's blossomed. In that offense, he's done a great job. He's kind of taking over as the number one guy. And they they have a head coach vacancy. Any head coach that wants yeah. to come in wants to bring his guys in. So if you can package Julio, get get a, potentially a second and a third-round pick for him, right? And, and, you know, Ruth, you mentioned him going to the Patriots. I think that's a great – that's a Bill Belichick type of move yeah. of bringing a guy – think about when they brought in Randy Moss mm-hmm. back in the day. It seems like the same type of – nobody Randy, wanted Randy Moss. He was being kicked to the curb. He was too old, this, that, and the other. Didn't have the speed no more. Came out and did a great job with Tom Brady in that record year. I'm not saying Cam Newton is going to be that kind of guy, but I don't think Cam Newton's come back to the Patriots. That's a different – different topic for a different day <laughs> yeah but i definitely think Julio jones goes to a team like the patriots they bring a quarterback in build an offense around him and and move forward but i think atlanta for the next couple of years is going to be in a rebuild and i'm glad that you brought up calvin ridley because i mean let's give that young fella some props he's definitely taken over as that number one wide receiver for the atlanta falcons and and as you alluded to we could see him being built around and bringing him a more you know a bigger receiving core around him to continue to elevate his game because i mean the atlanta falcons i know that they've been messy with their whole head coaching position and they're unsure of whether or not they're going to you know continue to be with raheem morris or if they're going to be moving on but they need to do whatever they can to keep developing calvin ridley because he is the big he's the real deal for sure oh absolutely he is but at, at the end of the you so let me get this straight so george you think they're going to get rid of matt ryan go draft another quarterback right they're going to need another running back you think they have enough draft picks to make that happen or they're gonna have to go search free agency to get something well I think you're going to see him do something similar to the Dolphins. Your Dolphins got rid of a ton of we people. We did have the blueprint. We did put in. the blueprint out there. Yes, we did. Right. And you see them now. You know, they're a scrappy team. They're, yeah. they're on the verge of making the playoffs with the win on on, on Sunday against God, the Bills. God, God willing that they do not start any of the Bills players. <laughs> Everybody just go sit down. You know, you made the playoffs. Now let's share the wealth here, Bills. Bills Mafia. But I think that's a good blueprint for a young coach that's going to come in and take over that organization is, hey, clean slate. 
Get the quarterback you want. Get the receiver you want. And again, you know, we talk about Calvin Ridley, which is doing good, but Russell Gage has also emerged. He emerged yeah. as a nice second receiver option. So really, if you can get rid of Julio Jones, get rid of Matt Ryan, bring in a rookie quarterback, maybe you know, use those draft picks on defense, which have been atrocious on <laughs> defense all year. Now maybe you can rebuild it quickly versus a long term, kind of like the Dolphins has done. And my Dolphins, let me tell you something. I haven't been able to stick out my chest lately about them Dolphins. But you know what? This is my year. If it, and it would be the 2020 year where we have a, a freaking global <laughs> pandemic <laughs> where the Dolphins flourish and find a way to make it happen. But I, I've given props to Brian Flores. I, I just don't think – I don't think Matt Ryan – I'm sorry. I, I've said this before. Matthew Stafford, Matt Ryan, Cam Newton – um, you slowly got to start making your exits because the production has not been there whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? To to let, let me put it like this: If Matt Ryan was going consistently to NFC championships, I could see why you would keep him. Matthew right. Stafford, you know he's a gunslinger. He really hasn't done very much since Megatron left. Then he, they took away Golden Tate. They did all that stuff to this guy. He really hasn't had whatever weapons he had. But I admire those guys that did this time. It's you. I think it's time to. For Matthew Stafford to just leave. I think Matt Ryan, time to leave. I'm just interested in seeing what head coach will have that approach that you guys have. Because me, I don't think I don't think the owner is like that, where he's going to do a full rebuild, re, uh, rebuild mode. I don't think he's going to even attempt it. I think he's going to get a couple pieces like he normally does and maybe thinks two or three things will spark and maybe get a, a really good OC or something. I don't think he goes rebuild mode. Well, listen, I, I think the end of Matt Ryan's career happened in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. <laughs> Because until then, until then, Matt Ryan used to be known as Matty Ice. Yeah, because he used to ice the games away. He used to come back. He was he was known as you know like a Russell Wilson kind of guy. They used to your lead was never safe if Matty yeah. Ice had the ball in the fourth quarter with two minutes left. Ever since that twenty eight to three debacle, yeah. the Falcons as it's, an organization have not have not been the same. Now. Talking about quarterbacks who have not done well, we're going to talk about the ones that have have done well and are kicking butt and taking names for it this year. You got Rodgers and Mahomes. Yeah. Now, recently, I'm, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a line here for you two to to, to talk about here. Betters, people that bet on the on, on MVP candidates and 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 whatnot. Rodgers has taken the lead in the betting arena. He's now the lead favorite. Really. To win the MVP, what's the spread award? The spread he's he so so typically when you're betting on MVPs, usually it's, it's a plus, right? Yeah. Normally it's my home like my homes is plus two forty. Mm. So for each each dollar you bet, you win two dollars and forty cents, right? For a guy like Aaron Rodgers, it's actually minus one ten. It means you only win ten cents on the dollar yeah. for each dollar you bet on a guy like Aaron Rodgers. So again, your the money says don't bet on Rodgers. Because you're not going to make anything. Okay. Right, because so many people are, are, are betting, are, are running to the betting lines, betting on Rodgers. I, I'm going to ask you guys, and, and Ruth, you know, I want you to go first here. Who do you think, who is your MVP going as the season ends here? Rodgers, Mahomes. All right, so Mahomes' ability to play the quarterback position is undeniable. He's done things that no one has seen him done. He's he's elevating the quarterback position in so many ways. He is not that quarterback that sits in the pocket. He's the one that's going to take chances, run, and he'll, he'll take 15 steps back and launch a 30-yard bomb to Travis Kelsey or to Tyree Kill in the end zone. Like, he does things that are phenomenal. And I've seen – I've heard people – 
tell me that watching him on TV and watching him live at a stadium is astronomically different. Like mm. the way this man plays is undeniable, but we have to give it to Aaron Rodgers. Like that is going to be my pick for league MVP. 44 touchdowns with five interceptions. That ratio is unbelievable. He could have a he could it could possibly be a 50 touchdown season for Aaron Rodgers. And I, I mean, coming from the debacle that he's been dealing with since the draft. I mean, they went and picked up Jordan Love. They traded up and they they kind of seemed like they doubted him in Green Bay. And he's come back with a vengeance, and I'm so glad that he did. So Aaron Rodgers is going to be my pick for MVP. Uh, and and rightfully so. I mean, rightfully so. Uh, I don't know, man. It's hard to you, you got to really take down the king right now. Is, is Mahomes? So I'm, I'm I agree with you. All the stat stuff is is phenomenal. I also think they should throw in the subject, which I I haven't heard much about, was Josh Allen, because what he did over the Bills. I mean. I, I don't know what else to, to say about that kid who really got ridiculed coming out of BYU. Who they, they, the Bills were all freaking, nope, don't take this guy. And then next thing you know, he's potentially the, the team or the guy that can dethrone the Chiefs. You know what I mean? They've been talking about how the Bills have a good matchup style towards the Chiefs. I think it does go to Rodgers. I think this is his, I don't want to say his exit, but I think this is one of those, you know, here you go trophies type deal to, to Rodgers for MVP. Um I don't even. Do you think he even comes into the season like, yeah, I'm gonna win this MVP. That's what I'm gonna do this year. I'm gonna freaking go into this and I'm gonna win an MVP trophy. I don't think he does. Uh, Roger, I think Rogers gets it, man. I don't have any stats for you. I just know that whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. To, for Rogers to throw to one receiver, you know, which we all know is going to Devontae Adams. The play uh -huh. design, the play design that the OC has is un, is phenomenal to get that guy open every single time, and he's just a dog, man. Um, so I think Rodgers gets it hard to dethrone the Chiefs because if, if Packers lose, which they could potentially lose because they haven't shown that they're very dominant, uh, exciting but not dominant, if Packers lose the first playoff game they, they, uh, they go against, and pff, I don't think he's MVP candidate after that. But, I mean, you can look at the Kansas City Chiefs as well. I mean, they've shown holes Oh, upon yeah. holes throughout the whole entire season. They look beatable, especially when they played against the New Orleans Saints that had Drew Brees coming off of not playing in five weeks and take it to them in the second half. Like, I'm pretty sure if the Saints were to replay the Kansas City Chiefs, it would be a different story. So, I mean, yeah. kudos to Aaron Rodgers for making something out of nothing. He's had the, the least weapons to work with, and he's made magic happen. So that's why I think... Aaron Rodgers over Patrick Mahomes. Oh, I, but, I, mean, I can't. I can't take nothing away from Mahomes. Right. Yeah, Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and you're absolutely right. That's why you can't really argue about these two guys. I do agree with you about Rodgers. The 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 lack of play for the Chiefs. I, I hate to say this. Andy Reid did this crap last year. The Chiefs going into the last three four weeks. Everybody's like, this doesn't look like the Chiefs team we're talking about. And then the playoffs came, and it was a totally different playbook. And now they're blasting teams, and you're like, wait a minute, whoa, 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 what? Because they were supposed to lose to the, what was it, Titans? They weren't mm -hmm. even supposed to, they were supposed to, Derrick Henry was supposed to run all over them. The defense shows up, offense is throwing great. And what really saved them that game was the fact of they pretty much looked at the Baltimore Ravens and realized Lamar Jackson can't hit a 15-yard out. You know what I'm saying? So Mahomes, <laughs> I know my guy can hit a 15-yard out. So Mahomes, we're going to do 15-yard outs the whole game. Um, I think Andy Reid is now playing with people. I don't. These guys were probably excited that they're going to, oh, wait, we're off for two weeks. I don't have to play. 
oh, this is great. Yeah, yeah, we don't care about the the win or loss. I'm off for I get a first round bye. I'm not gonna play this week. You're gonna see a whole another Kansas City team here, uh, unless they go up against those Bills because those Bills are kind of the guys are kind of scrappy over there. But I think it is Rodgers. I think he does take it. I do. So the the one question I asked Raul on our last podcast was if you take Rodgers and put him with the Chiefs, mm. what does his numbers look like then? Because you, you mentioned his touchdown to interception ratio. When we all know who is getting the ball, it is Devontae Adams the entire game. The guy had 10, 11 catches last week in the snow, mind you. In <laughs> inches of snow are falling as the game is being played. If you take Raj and put him with Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and those guys, how does that look? The, the thing for me, as we, you know, you guys are talking about them in the playoffs, running football teams win in the playoffs. Yep. The thing that worries me about the Chiefs is they do not have a running game. Yeah, because uh, Clyde Edward-Hilaire, he's still hurt, or is he coming he's back? Still, he's still hurt. Le'Veon Bell can't grasp the playbook, so he hasn't been able to get a whole lot of touches. Damian Williams, he's going to play this week in a, in a substitute role because everybody else is pretty much sitting out for the Chiefs this week, so he's going to get the start. That worries me, where you got Rodgers, he has Aaron Jones. At least he can play action pass. He can hit him the ball, especially in the snow. Because, again, now you find out which teams can travel in all kinds of weather. Right. And, and back to your – luckily the Chiefs have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. So everybody's got to go to Kansas City to play. Because, boy, if Kansas City had to go to the, to, to the Bills Mafia, now they're allowing fans into the stadium for, for the playoffs. You imagine the snow and everything going on there. That could be, could be a little crazy, you know, with that there. Now, flipping back to quarterbacks that – are not doing well that <laughs> apparently like to just hang out at strip clubs and get and, uh, <laughs> and, and, and get, get glitter cut. glitter just popping everywhere the opposite from an MVP yeah uh, we have we have uh, Haskins so he gets cut from the Washington football team they want nothing to do with this guy and again, he's a young guy he's only been two he's, he's not, he has not completed two his years. second year yeah. he's in only the league so seeing games yeah right yeah. <laughs> and. Rob Rivera is saying, okay, we are done with this guy. Does he land at a team? Okay, so the beginning of the season, we saw him get benched for a quarterback that was not even supposed to be on his level. So I know that spoke volume from the very beginning. And honestly, if you're asking me my perspective, I think if Alex Smith would have never gotten hurt, he would have got cut a week sooner, and he wouldn't even been able to touch the field against wow. Carolina. I agree. I just thought it was a little coincidental that Ron Rivera gets fired from the Carolina Panthers after they lose to the Redskins and Dwayne Haskins, and then Ron Rivera <laughs> fires Dwayne Haskins after they lose to the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. That – Boom. Yeah. Like, I, 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 what that, a, that's, that's a, a that's a 2020 right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's the full circle. It would be that. If, if you could find in the dictionary petty, it'd be that. It'd be, <laughs> it'd be that right there in the book. Yeah. I got fired. So do you, buddy. But he, Ron, Rivera, Ron Rivera had a problem with them after he got his first win and he's over there taking selfies and they had to throw in the other quarterback for him to take the final snaps because he's taking selfies and stuff. The problem with this, and and I heard I heard uh, I know this is gonna sound crazy. Um, I don't know if you watch ESPN. Get up, Booger was on the on the on the show. I love Booger. I do too. He, uh, and he he made these you know these kids just don't take it seriously a bit. And and I get that. 
it's hard to come into $30 million at 24 years old and you're living 22 miles away from your hometown. From your hometown, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I know they're supposed to be really, really focused. I, and I get that. The kids should have been really, really focused. But people, and this is just me, maybe I'm, I'm wrong, you need to be able to groom Haskins. So Ron Rivera should have, the kids should be professional. They should. Now, Ruth, I have children, okay? I have a 10-year-old boy that is, is literally two, maybe, maybe two steps away from either going jail route or being really good in school. And I say that sarcastically because he's like his father, okay? He's just rough, he's tough, fearless, and it scares the crap out of me. But I know I just can't let him do what he wants to do. And that's the approach you got to have with a 23-year-old kid that got $30 million. You cannot just think, oh, we're just going to, he's going to show up to meetings on time and he's going to be professional, he's going to do stuff. He's not going to be that kid. You have right. to kind of groom him. And I know Ron Rivera probably doesn't want to do that, but I kind of blame the, 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 the Washington football team for, you know, not having your quarterback coach, but then you have your quarterback coach who, hey, Haskins, you know, oh, it's late. We should go to bed. Oh, hey, Haskins, we should get up right now. Oh, Haskins, we got to go do this. Kind of because the, the kid had nobody to groom him either. And this right. is the problem when you bring in these rookie quarterbacks, which Booger made good, good points, but it's like, look, Tom, Tom Brady had Bledsoe in front of him, right? Bledsoe at that time already been in the league for a while. He, he probably got to see the professional side of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Tua has Fitzpatrick, which, yeah, I know it's not, it's not magical, but he, at least Fitzpatrick can tell him, hey, you want to spend 15 years in the league with a guy that's never really started on a team longer than three years, I can show you how to do it by being professional. You have to help Haskins a little bit. Now, mm -hmm. the other side to that is, nope, he's in the league. This is business. You got to get, you got, you got a job now. You got to do what you got to do. Do you but, know that his agent parted ways with him as well? That's, and that's what I'm saying. Like, he's probably really hard to work with. The kid is probably, yeah. nobody's there to, to kind of like, let me show you the way. Name a veteran on the Washington football team that could help him. Chase Young is there. Chase Young is I mean, didn't Patrick Mahomes follow behind Alex Smith? See what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? And again, it's not that maybe Alex Smith groomed him perfectly. Aaron Rodgers followed behind Brett Favre. You know what I'm saying? And when you look at Rodgers, he still does the chin strap thing like Favre does. I don't know if you guys ever noticed that. He has the same kind of chin strap, that one little strap that looks like a punter's chin strap or whatever. He does this, and he flips it the same way Favre does. He was groomed. And the full so, NFL got away from that, man. They really did. I disagree. Really? I disagree a ton. Why is that? A, he... It, the, re the football team uh -huh. struggles still with the football team. Yeah. They made a mistake by drafting this guy in the first place. Yeah, okay. he was not a top for, 10. Uh, Snyder situation. Yeah. Yeah, he was not a top 10 quarterback. That's part one. Two, when does Ohio State put out a quarterback that's been decent in the NFL? I'll wait because yeah. you're not going to find one. It's been yeah. a long I wish I had the sign time. that says facts. Like, I wish I had that sign that goes facts. <laughs> and then and then part three. So so you bring up, you know, mentored and this, that, and the other. Who mentioned, who mentored, who, uh, mentored Justin Herbert over at uh, San Diego? What do you mean? The quarterback coach that's been there for years? Starting. The same quarterback Herbert? coach that was there with Rivers? He's no, still there. That's a new staff. It's, it's a second-year second head coach there. The quarterback coach is still there. The quarterback what about Josh coach Allen at Buffalo, and well, then there's a couple anomalies. I mean, I, I get what you're yeah. saying here. Like, I get, I get what you're saying. I just I don't think that. So yes, I think the locker room is important. Yeah, right. But you know, and Ruth is kind of alluding to it. Alex Smith is part of the Redskins or the Washington Football Team. Yeah, he's been there for the last three years. Mm -hmm. He's been there in the meetings. He's been there for this and the other. He's been there to attempt to put his arms around 
a guy like Haskins to help him with the NFL. But when you so come understand this, your coach benches you, yeah, for a guy off the street because uh-huh. you you didn't understand situational football. It is fourth and ten in the game that he got benched. It was fourth and fourth and goal to go, mm-hmm. and he threw a three yard pass. When it's fourth and goal to go, the ball needs to go into the end zone. I, I have a ten year old that. <laughs> Can play literally football and understands fourth and ten, throw the ball in the end zone, give yourself a chance. Right, right. Haskins right. was a 3 yard pass. He gets benched because situational football. Then later, now his agent says, Yeah, we don't want to deal with it either. Now, and this is your quarterback. Yeah. We're not talking about, you know, a defensive lineman. We're talking about your quarterback. And now he's seen at a strip club during COVID. Without a mask. Yeah. Without a, I mean, if you were looking <laughs> to get cut, you checked all the boxes. Real quick, to, to even say, to, to, even, to, even, to even emphasize on the fact of not wearing a mask. Not the fact that there's naked <laughs> women around. There's not the fact that there's, you know what I'm saying, without well, a That's the disgusting part. That's well, the disgusting part. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong for a young a young male that's single that doesn't have a family. Or female. To a trip or, or female. Sorry that about that, Ruth. Yes, yes, yes. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong for that to happen. What's wrong is the young man isn't wearing a mask, isn't following the protocol in an environment where he's the guy. But again, yeah, all the lights, all the factors that you just pointed out, all the factors you just pointed out. Because George, and this is Ruth. If you don't know me and George, we're high school coaches. We coached. We coached a ninth grade. We started a freshman quarterback, a ninth grade quarterback. We started him. Did we not try to groom him? Yes. Oh, so that's now. That's what I'm saying. Here's, here's what I asked you: Did the freshman allow himself to be groomed? Yes. Yes, he did. Haskins did not. So wait. That's why so, everybody parted ways with them. But that, yep. and I agree with that part. Parted ways with them because they. Do you think they might have happened too late? Because that's what I think. I think it happened too late. I think Ron Rivera is, you know, an old school kind of coach, want to do it his kind of way. This is what you got to be like, and he couldn't connect to the kid. I get that, but you still got to find a way. If this is your guy that's going to start for 16 games and you have announced that this is your starter, you find a way to make sure that this kid doesn't have a problem. And maybe they did do that. Maybe they did do that. We don't know about that's the insides of a locker room. That's what goes on. They keep it in-house. Maybe they did that. But everything points to me like, not really. I see a kid that blew off steam, and he shouldn't have been in a strip club. I've said that before. He should not be in a strip club. You should be in a playbook because that night you lost, so you should figure out what's going on. You should be in the film room. But who does he follow? Who does mm-hmm. he follow? Because it's it's it goes way back to Ohio State too, allowing him to do whatever he want to do. You know what I'm saying? But these NFL scouts, the guys that re, that re, that recruit these guys and want these guys, you find out the reports. You find out what's going on. You find out. You even go back to his his high school coach. And we've heard Nick Saban. Me and you sit in the same room, George. Mm-hmm. We've heard Nick Saban oh, yeah. say, "Hey man, uh, the kid doesn't listen. He doesn't want to do anything. And if his house was on fire, I wouldn't piss on him to burn him out. You know what I mean? To help him. You know what I'm saying?" You should have, Ruth, you should have heard Nick Saban say that. It was hilarious. Oh, yeah. I have the recording. But he, Nick Saban does that kind of research. So that's what I'm trying to say is the fact of, I think they should have helped this kid out just a little bit. Two years, two years is not enough time to say that he's, he's a bum. I don't think. Jamarcus yeah. Russell, you could tell that from a mile away. You could tell that from a mile away. When he was at playing at LSU, he could only read one side of the field. You could see that from a mile away. Don't, why are you Dwayne looking Haskins. at that? Did the same thing at Ohio State. No, he could only feed. He was listen. His helmet's being told was telling him who to <laughs> throw the ball to. He ran an RPO simple offense. They had athletes. When you have that many five star athletes around you, it is easy to play quarterback. Yeah, mm-hmm. benefited from the environment. Yeah, not because he was he was a product of 
what was already there, not because he improved. Because, again, he left early. Right. And, and Dwayne Haskins wasn't a guy who was going to win you a game. He was going to keep you in the lead. Right. right. He wasn't going to go out there and have a come. Think about, again, when did he have a comeback in college? But in college, they were blowing people out by 60, man. That wasn't, they didn't have a really good did schedule. They win, but. Did, they, did they win a national championship? No, they did not win a national championship. No. Because he didn't bring his team back to win. But, George, mm-hmm. but this is what I'm saying to you. Like, it's two years. What I don't want to see, what I don't want to see is, did the kid write his own ticket of where he's at right now? Absolutely. I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I'm, I'm going to say that. But we, there's other people that you got to put to the fire as well. It's just not the, on the, only on the kid as well. Oh, you I agree with people. That. And I, I would hate to see that this young man doesn't get another chance because there's right. a million. If Josh Gordon can literally I agree. burn <laughs> 45 freaking times. And again, Josh Gordon is a freak of nature because the only reason Josh Gordon keeps getting reinstated is because he's a freak of nature. And just okay. imagine if he did do all what he's supposed to do, he would break every receiver record that was ever made. But go ahead. I'm sorry, Ruth. Go ahead. Josh, or, uh, Josh Gordon performs. Yes. AB has gotten a million chances, but AB performs. Yes. So when you're going to bring those kind of, you know, when you're going to be problematic and you're not performing, what's the point of keeping you around? What's the point of just keep? No, there's there's no point in that. We gave you plenty of chances. You couldn't step up. Yeah. Okay, you're 23 years old. Maybe you got some maturing to do. We're going to cut you. We're going to see if another chan- uh, another team is really going to give him the opportunity because, guys, I think not only did he get cut, but he got cut at such a time. Like, this is big time. Like, this yeah. is Washington's time to make it to, into the playoffs. And when you have your starting quarterback, Alex Smith, who's hurt, what did you think that they're going to, you know, want to be gung-ho on Haskins sticking around, especially when they're this close to taking over the division. I mean, I know a lot of teams and a lot of franchises are going to be keeping that in mind. Like, okay, they gave him how many chances he was on what franchise when they have all that other scandals going on and they still cut him at such a timely point in the season. That speaks volume to me. I mean, I'm hoping that the 23 year old gets a second chance, but it's going to be tough. And I know that it's not going to be for a starting position. And I know that he's going to be taking a heck of a pay cut. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. Well, and I'll leave you with this as your final thought here with this. He got cut and went unclaimed. Yes. So 31 other teams also said, now again, he's on a rookie contract, so he's considered cheap money for a quarterback, right? Because if he goes claimed, that team just picks up the tap yeah. on whatever the, whatever his contract was from that point forward. All 31 of the other NFL teams said, eh, we'll pass. Thank you. Yeah, I yeah. think he comes on a team still. I I, I think a team's going to bring him in during the offseason, let him come in and compete for a backup role and see if they can't develop him. I, I think one of these guys, you know, OC gurus, quarterback gurus, that think they can fix somebody will say, hey, he's got a great arm, he's great talent, right? Up in the head, he's a little fucked up. <laughs> that's that's kind of what it comes down to. One of the things you think about Dwayne Haskins being a backup role in New England. <sighs> Nah, I don't think about. It. I don't know about you know that. I can fix him. No, no. I, but, well, you know, maybe me. No, no, no. I can't say. I can't say. That. Says don't quit on him. I'm not quitting on him. I just don't think that's a good fit. I don't think that's good. Bill Belichick. Well, you, you know what? Maybe, maybe he can. Maybe Josh. I see me Josh McDaniels groom guys. I've seen him do that. He does uh-huh. do maybe. You know, but as the frustrating year Belichick's had, I don't know if you guys saw the other night when the when the replay didn't go his way. 
don't know if you guys saw that. Freaking taste that. <laughs> Boom. Oh, well, there's some emotional Billy boy. There we go. Lost yeah. is great emotion. Yeah, yeah. Brady must have texted or called in. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he said, Belichick, you suck. Hey, uh, <laughs> like, oh. What's up? How's that going down there? Tell Cam I said hi. <laughs> you miss me yet, buddy? Miss me yet, right? So, speaking about teams going to the playoffs, yes, we have a intriguing matchup this week, and the NFC East is still up for grabs. <laughs> I know you're excited, Ruth. Your Cowboys have a chance. So, we're gonna lay a scenario out here for everybody. That way, everybody's on the same page. The Cowboys have to win against the the the, the Giants this weekend. Jason Garrett and the Giants. Jason Garrett oh, wow. and the Giants. Oh wow! And The the Washington football team have to lose to the Philadelphia Eagles who just got roasted in a comeback win by the Cowboys a week prior. So, uh, Ruth, I'm I'm, I'm going to you directly. I know you're, out of the three of us, you're the biggest and only Cowboys fan we have here. The biggest. Like, I bleed blue. Like, I can show you. What (laughs) happens this weekend? Again, it's interesting because you mentioned Haskins gets cut. Yeah. Alex Smith is still up in the air to see if he even plays this game. They may have a street practice squad quarterback mm-hmm. playing this game against the Eagles on Sunday. Meanwhile, Andy Dalton has looked better every week. The defense the last three weeks has been playing out of this world. Thank you, Gregory. Thank you, Alden Smith, for showing up. You know, yeah. finally, where have you been this whole entire season? Um But, I mean, overall, what I'm expecting this weekend, I'm expecting Jalen Hurts to prove to the Philadelphia organization why he deserves that starting quarterback position and why he was that better choice over Carson Wentz. I feel like the Philadelphia Eagles want to end off their season on a good note with the Washington football team uncertain with their quarterback position right now. I was actually hoping – that Dwayne Haskins would play because, I mean, I'm ready for those three interceptions every quarter. Like, you know, sloppy. I was ready for that. But for the first time in my, uh, you know, young career as a sports media uh, broadcaster, I will say this for the record. The Philadelphia Eagles, get it together. Mm. I'm rooting for you guys. I'm still going to burn that T-shirt that Martin Gramatica made me wear, but I'm hoping that you guys win this weekend. Look, I, I listen. I'm, I'm I'm glad you're hopeful. I'm I'm hopeful for my Dolphins too. I hope Jalen Hurts does win the spot. I do I do think there's promise there. I really do. Um, Carson Wentz will be gone too. But I don't know, man. Your Cowboys seem to fall apart in in December. Oh, we're gonna get together this late in the season. Why not? We got we you know we're on a three game winning streak. We're feeling hot yeah. right now. Yeah. And I'm feeling good right now, especially when you're going against a team that knocked out your starting quarterback. Because you got to remember, Logan Ryan is the one that took out Dak Prescott. Yes. So I know that we're coming for blood. And with Jason Garrett pulling the strings, you know that we're, we're, we're there to make some noise. So I'm hoping that it's a great outcome. I mean, obviously it's going to be dependent on whether or not the Cowboys even pull away with a dub. But mm. that's first and foremost, because I know that I think the Washington uh, play after them at 820 not mistaken it's the sunday night football game i kind of wish the games were playing at the same time yeah i feel like that would have you know because they do that in soccer when they're like that when they're head-to-head like that and there's gonna be like a tiebreaker or whatever they usually play the teams at the same time kind of wish that was the same scenario but i mean i'll take it as it is i just hope the dallas cowboys win because that foremost is the most important thing i just think this is i don't know if you've heard this before ruth uh, George, I, I don't know if you ever heard this, but I, this is my thoughts when you say... Don't talk about playoffs. 
You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. I don't know if you guys are going to... You guys might make it. I just seen the same makeup when you had Romo and you guys get into a hot streak and everybody's talking about how great Dallas is and everything's going to do really good. And oh, we have a completely different team now. You, you can't do. even compare that. Tony Romo is long gone. That guy's yep. in history. Like, yep, I agree with you. But when you had Dak. You got a new offensive coordinator who's calling the shots and Kellen yep. Moore and I really believe in Kellen Moore, honestly. Like, he's oh, been a favorite of mine, especially with – I think that was a great dynamic duo between Dak Prescott and Kellen Moore. I really felt like they were on the same page. So, I, I don't know. I got my hopes up. I got yeah. my fingers crossed. I'm going to be wearing every single jersey that I own that day. It's it's going to be great. I, and I, I'm staying away from tequila, champagne, and any bars. I'm going to be watching the game at home because I'm telling you, if somebody picks on me during that game – Oh it's yeah, gonna it's a, a bar it's fight. It's gonna be a take two of, of of the avenue when I got into that bar <laughs> brawl over the 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 Green Bay Packers uh, Cowboys game. Like it was bad. I fought that's like a five whole, That's it was really a, that's like a whole other podcast. I got to know about. Oh, it was it was bad. Like yeah. I, I got thrown out. I had to run it. Yeah, that was. Really I've been great. thrown out one time, and let me tell you something. It's not cool. And I'm not talking about thrown out like they came up to me like, hey, man, you got to leave. And I walked up close. No, it was six dudes, bouncer dudes, legs in the air. Have you ever seen Fresher Prince of Bel Air when they threw out Jazzy Jeff? They uh, right out the freaking door onto the street. I mean, I've been thrown out one time. So that's awesome. I, yeah. I'm praying for your Cowboys. We're going to see. I don't think it's the same thing. I think Jerry Jones adds pressure. I think he's probably been in your practice all week. I think he's been down there talking to the players. I think he's been doing his, you know, his old Texas draw that he does. I don't. I think he adds more pressure to it. We're going to see what the Dallas Cowboys are about. And I also think, I told us to George and George things, I think you're better without Zeke. I think you're better with with, with Yo, Zeke's not running the ball. Has been showing up. Zeke, sit your ass down. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he had a second hundred yard game uh, last week. Your second? Yeah. I'm sorry. You were the one that was making all this noise in the off season about them disrespecting you by not like putting you in the top five yeah. running back. You were doing all this, yeah, 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 and then you come out this season. You had a slow start. Yep. Dak goes down. You're supposed to put the team on your back at that point because we're all depending on you because you're the one that got paid. You're the one that got the back. Yep, over that million. So you need to show up and he's done everything but he's been a complete bust this year <laughs> i picked him up on fantasy and i got so excited about that and he got me like three points every the, week. the next time you do fantasy you need to tune in when george george martinez has his fantasy football he does it on wednesdays it's a special edition just talked about fantasy football who you should pick up who should not and i'm gonna tell you now there's been people emailing us and hissing our dm and I told George, stop giving out free advice and start charging people because it's it's he's literally won in I think he's in five leagues and is in first place in all of them. You know what I mean? Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, we got we got a little fanstreamsports.com matchup here this weekend. We got on the clock and John Decker yeah. and his and his squad were we're uh, battling for the championship. Now, remind me again what team did did uh, Zeke play for in college? Oh, here we go. I'm just here I'm we just go. out the fact that these guys okay, don't show up. Okay, okay. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. But no, I think <laughs> now here's a question. Here's a question. At what point this week does Jerry Jones drink a little bit too much bourbon? Oh yeah. And call Jason Garrett and ask him for a favor. Oh, it was yesterday. It was it was Wednesday, Thursday. It was <laughs> He's, he's his New Year's resolution. That's what's ha- that's what he's asking for. Because you know you know how that conversation goes. Yeah. Hey, Jason, how you doing, old buddy, old pal? I is miss that, you. Is that how it goes? 
<laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna need you to do me a favor this weekend. Yeah, no, no we're playing you guys. Yeah, I know. Uh, I think it's more like, aggressive it's, than that. Hey, you remember when all the ready in the media wanted you to fucking die and they wanted to hang you? Remember when they did that and I kept you and I was like, no, well, we're good. And I kept you those extra two years. You owe I'm me one. You <laughs> Give me <laughs> one, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you no, but if anything, I think the Cowboys, the last three weeks have started to look like the Cowboys we expected them to look like. Yeah. Right. I think Andy Dalton finally has a grasp of the offense. You start seeing him get every, all the receivers involved. They each had a touchdown catch last week. And it was important. What was impressive to me was they were down 17 to three. Yeah. It started to look like a route. And you're like, oh, here's the Cowboys we used to remember. Two wins in a row. Here's now they fall on their face. And they came through. They ended up scoring 40 points in the game. They came back. I think the Cowboys win the game. However, I don't think they get in the playoffs because I think the Washington football team finds a way yeah. to get into Jalen Hurst's head and cause turnovers. Now, again, you now, need now, some Lysol. Where's the Lysol? Yeah. I'm going to ask you a question here. So, Cowboys win, football team loses. Hmm. We have a first round Bucks Cowboys matchup in Dallas. Now, you're yeah. new to the Bay Area. You're You say you're a mile. Away from Raymond James Stadium. I know where your heart is. Oh boy. It's with the Cowboys. What are you gonna do? I'm do gonna not- be so torn because as much as I love the Dallas Cowboys, I wanna see Tom Brady make history. I wanna see Tom Brady be the first, you know, be on the first team to ever in the NFL to ever play the Super Bowl in your backyard. I, I just really I don't think it's a coincidence. That he ends up in Tampa Bay with all these weapons when the Super Bowl is going to be played in their backyard. I do not think it's a coincidence. He's coming to the end of his career. He's going to get the seventh ring. So I want to see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers win that game. Oh, she <laughs> couldn't even her. say it. was hard. She couldn't even her say, say that. She <laughs> almost threw up in her mouth when she said it. Oh, my goodness. Okay, now, well, yeah, I guess so. At- as we talk about goats, Tom Brady being a goat, getting a chance to play in his backyard, you got LeBron James. Oof. He is going on year 18 in the league, and he is destroying it again. 18 years in, doing what this guy's doing. Now, and I asked Raul this before the show does his longevity and his consistency alone make him the goat? That alone. He, you know, Raul, and I, touch on what you said about what happens this year if he gets another ring. Oh, I, 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 so I'm a huge MJ fan. I'm a huge MJ fan. I can't, I know what LeBron's doing is phenomenal. I, and, and I love what he's doing. I've always said MJ is the GOAT. I think he's always going to be the GOAT of his era. The way LeBron James is doing what he's doing in this era for 18 years, he is, he is on the Mount Rushmore now. Does that make yeah. sense? He wins this. He wins this one. He's on. There's no way you can sit there and say LeBron is. It, there's been arguments before that he should have been on Mount Rushmore before, but there's no way you can even say something now. Even though you can't sit there and put Kevin Durant on there, you can't sit there and say Kawhi Leonard is the guy. You can't do this anymore to a man that's 18 years strong in the NBA, who most likely will play 21 years because his physique. His physique at 6'7", 6'8", whatever he is, 245 pounds, whatever, looking like a freaking linebacker every time he comes down the court is phenomenal. And I do think he gets into the GOAT talk, and I think he, you legit can tell him, like, hey, man, he, yeah, he didn't win six. So 18 years, scoring titles, MVPs. What else did you want him to do other than, you know, 
dribble two basketballs going down the lane and dunking two basketballs at the same time. Um, I think he does get in that go top, man. He's on Mount Rushmore. 18 years yeah. is nothing a bad eye. Yeah, winning your fourth ring, okay, under the situation that they found themselves in 2020 in the bubble, yeah. and then being the, you know, the finals MVP, put some respect on LeBron James's name, okay? Mm-hmm. And I- I'm glad that you said error because I always feel like, why are they doing this back and forth thing when they're comparing? these these They weren't able to play each other at their elite level. So why can't we just give them the same respect and be like, okay, you're the GOAT from that era. You're the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like that's fair because, I mean, 18 years. And, I, and shout out to LeBron James because I think it's his birthday. I think he just turned 36. So he just turned 36, man, right. To be able to play at the level that he's been able to play and just keep his game consistent. And, and, and not only has he played for 18 years, but how many times have he, has he missed the playoffs? Right. How many times has he been injured? Not a lot. Like, this guy really, really takes care of himself, and I believe he definitely deserves a spot on Route Mushmore for the NBA. I mean, you think about the dedication of nutrition, dedication of workouts. I mean, that's right. – I don't know the anything grind. I've been doing for 18 years that that's still through. the same now. You know what I mean? Like, think think about right. it. Do you have a habit that you've had for 18 years? Nope. I can't, I can't think of – I can't think nope. of anything I still do for 18 – so it's amazing, man. So – I can't go a show without giving you a fun fact. Haven't given you one yet. Oh, yes. So I'm going to give you a fun fact. LeBron James has a streak going that dates back 12 years. Wow. He has scored at least 10 points in a thousand straight games. Well, yeah, that's, I feel like that's an easy streak for him. Yeah, like I feel like it's like right. super. I, like that was, I mean, but to keep that consistency, that's, that's 12 years. Yeah. Of games, I mean, at least because I did, you know, I divided by eighty-two. How many games in a an average season? That doesn't take away how many games he may have sat. You know, COVID year, this and the other. But for twelve to thirteen years, that guy has scored ten points in every single game he's played. Ruth, did you see the math that he just did? I have to deal with that on a daily basis. Did you see <laughs> we what I'm guy over here and then we got yeah did you see what she did oh we have the analytical guy and then we have (laughs) (laughs) good thing he's funny right we got yeah exactly exactly you got to have a skip bayless somewhere so again (laughs) going along with records of those so the orlando magic are Mm. now four and no it's early in the year now again, I grew up. There's no, there's no team here in Tampa. We have the Tampa Raptors for this year. <laughs> yeah, we do. That I'm excited about. I'm actually going to a game here in January to, to go see our guy Kevin Knox that we had on the show. They've been making it impossible. Yeah, yes, they have it. been. But we have, uh, we have a, uh, we have a hookup. We have a guy. We got a guy. Just so you know, Ruth, we got a guy. We know Kevin Knox uh, plays for the Knicks. With you, with you in this Tampa Bay area. Me and George, we didn't coach together at the time, but we separately, we coached against his father in Little League football right. for years. Um, and we got to see little Kevin grow up and grow up and, and grow up and grow <laughs> up and, and then play for the Knicks now. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so they're, they're going to be in town uh, taking on the Raptors here. Uh, actually, tonight, uh, December 31st, they take on the, the, the Raptors and they come back for another another visit early on in January, but Orlando Magic are four. I know they beat, I know it's going to hurt you, Raul. They beat yes. your Miami Heat a couple of nights ago. Ruth, I know you're from Orlando. You follow them closely. What are your thoughts on the 4-0 Magic? Are they legit in the East? Markel Fultz 
is what has tied that team together. But let's not jump the gun, gentlemen, because we know we've seen it year in and year out that they cannot stay consistent throughout the whole season. So I'm glad that they're making history for the Orlando Magic, but I'm not expecting them to go too far in the playoffs. I'm, I'm hoping that they could at least slide into that, that fifth seed, but I do not see them going far because when you have, you know, uh, Evan Fournier scoring a ridiculous amount of points, Evan Fournier isn't dependable and he hasn't been since he's been in Orlando. So I'm not, and, and, and what the thing about the NBA is you got to stay healthy. You got to stay consistent. I mean, they have a 72 game uh, season. Like that's, that's tough. And that's why LeBron has had so much success because that man can stay consistent throughout the season. I don't really, I don't put my, I don't want to put my money on the Orlando magic, making it too far, but I'm extremely happy for them that they're making history at this point. Now, Ruth, I'll remind you if they make it to that fourth or fifth seed, there's some team down South that was a four fifth seed and, and made it to the NBA finals in the Miami. You know, they have a guy named Jimmy Butler. That's pretty darn good. But yeah. well, what are your thoughts in the 4-0 Orlando Magic? I know you don't like them, so I don't expect anything positive. <laughs> Who, me? No, Raul. Well, I'm, I'm, my thing is I think you guys have potentially are able, Orlando Magic speaking, you're potentially able to go 8-0 right now until you meet up with Houston. All right, when you meet up with Houston, I think – Think hopefully you get I don't know hopefully Harden's there but you get a pissed off Rockets team that might is that, that, is that Orlando and Houston? Uh that's a good question. I think it's at Houston. I believe it. Yeah, it's at Houston. January eighth is what it is. January eighth. Yeah, so, you know, we'll, we'll just send him to. Well, you know what? <laughs> we'll call Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, we'll tell him to hang out with James Harden that week. That's it. That's that way it. they both go to strip club together. Oh, that guy. <laughs> but again, you know what? And that brings up a good point because Ruth mentioned it earlier producing. It's almost like things seem to go away. Yeah. All right. James Harden, the same thing. He was at a strip club with a mask Which, by the way, caught COVID. Yes. Caught COVID. Spreaded it. Okay. Yeah. He <laughs> caught it. But now it's like, oh, well, he scored 35 points last night. What, so what I want to bring up, uh, though, is okay. what I want to bring up, though, is Harden. Who who brings luggage to a strip club? Because that's, <laughs> listen, that's a, a he, pro. He, a he, pro. Yeah, well, he, they, they gave him, I don't know if you saw the picture, they gave him luck that for his present or whatever it was, whatever part of it, they brought, they presented here, here's some luggage, this is your present. I'm thinking to myself, who the hell brings luggage? Like, act not just luggage like your girl's coming or your guy's coming with you, but I'm talking about luggage that you roll into a strip. Like, they were full of ones. Well, <laughs> I hope so. Uh, I really hope so. There was some money in there. Um, I think Orlando's going to be fine. I think they're going to be okay. I don't. I don't see anybody really testing them until they have to play Houston. They're going to have to see Boston. Milwaukee's playing freaking phenomenal after the twenty nine freaking three pointers or whatever it was that they had the other night, scoring one hundred forty four points. Yeah, that was just ridiculous. I don't think you can catch fire like that again. But you, you then they're, they're gonna, you know, you're gonna play Dallas, Milwaukee, Boston back to back. Then you got the Brooklyn Nets. So then that's where you're gonna see the struggling happen. But up until that point, we're gonna talk really good, like the Magic are gonna do great. But I agree with Ruth. This is the same recipe, the same stuff that goes on. We'll what see what happened do. with Miami last night, though. Did you see the kind of lead that Milwaukee had on them? I was like, what is going on? But I didn't. Yeah. I don't think Jimmy Butler played, right? No, Butler. Butler's uh, battling an ankle injury. Okay. He's about an ankle injury. So, and we don't play very well without him at all uh, and all the weapons. And I was telling George, I'm so upset because we, you know, 
during the little offseason they had, a little month and a half, we were supposed to get the Greek freak. We're supposed to, you know, all these trade rumors and all this other stuff. And I was just like, look, man, we, we are one, maybe two stars away from being contenders yearly. If Because that, that Miami team, shout out to their head coach, I, they're scrappy as hell, man. They they just keep fighting all four quarters. It's a Miami team, just like the Dolphins. I know. And my city's doing really good, except for my Hurricanes, who lost to a Oklahoma State 34-31, and which I did not receive any phone calls from George for two days, Ruth. I just That's how bad it is. You get thrown out of bars. I don't really want to talk to George or anybody else. <laughs> I shut off Facebook, and I don't even talk to nobody. Well, I, I'm lucky to be on this podcast with you today because after the shellacking that Oklahoma gave Florida last night, listen, I, the, I, I, I was watching. It was 55 to 13 when I stopped watching. Listen, because it was it was that bad. But that's not. But that's not even a Florida team when you got everybody going. No, but we know what we talked about on our podcast. Kyle Trask mm. threw three interceptions in the first quarter. Yeah, and they were bad interceptions. It wasn't like okay, you know, receiver Tip. ran the wrong route. Yeah, it was. He stared down the stared down the receiver. He got jumped by a DB. He threw it up in the back of the end zone, got picked by a DB. But and then he threw it behind a guy, got tipped, and he got intercepted. But George, that, and, that all in the first seven minutes of action. George and Ruth, I, I'm going to tell you now when you don't have your guys that you've been throwing to all season long that you know that's going to be out there, you have to stare down the receiver because you don't know when he's going to break and he don't even know if he is going to break the right route. Right. Kyle, it was a setup, which it sucks for this kid because I hope he doesn't get his draft status knocked down because it's of it. It's going to hurt him. It's oh, going God, to hurt him. I hope not. Because again, it's what people last remember. Right. The last thing I say about Kyle Trask is he threw. What have you done for me lately? Yeah. That's it. And that's exactly what it's about. Now, as we recap, what have we done yes. lately? It is the end of 2020. Mm. We are literally hours away from turning. You know, you always hear the, the Facebook and the, and the memes round two. <laughs> We're hoping 2021 isn't a round two of 2020. Right. Okay. With that being said, what are your what are some of the best moments, whether it be something you've witnessed, whether it's something you've been a part of for the year 2020? Let's, let's recap here a little bit. Raul, Ruth, whichever you guys want to go first. Are we talking like personal or are we talking about? However, whatever you, you want, want to do, to, a recap. Just your 2020. 2020 best moments. Uh, my best moment of 2020 definitely has to be me finally hanging up my bartender apron in the hospitality industry after seven years working at Disney and stepping into the career that I've dreamed of my whole entire life. That definitely, that just, that's definitely my 2020. That's awesome. My, yeah. my best moment for 2020, this, you're going to laugh about this Ruth. It's, it's kind of crazy. I've, I've coached with George now for. I want to go, what, six years now, George? Seven years, something six, like that? Six going on seven, yep. Yep, going on seven. I have loved every single moment coaching with this man right here. And the best moments is I get to do a podcast with one of my best friends all the time. And this is something that we've been doing for six years. We just never recorded it or put it out there because <laughs> we've been talking shit for six years. <laughs> we just never put it a took, name it on it. A pandemic to get us to do yeah, it. It took a pandemic for me to be locked in my house to realize these kids are running me ragged. I got to, I got to express myself, but that's my best moment of 2020 turning something that, that was negative into a positive and doing and being able to do it. With my best friend. That's amazing. Thank wow, you. and then you leave me for for the end. Yeah, and listen, listen. If you want to mic drop I mean, and start tearing, I understand. I, I was, I, mean, I, I was being truthful. I, I love you, man. I wasn't gonna go the other way and talk about how I left out of photos <laughs> in 2020. 
So, so funny. So before every game, me, Raul, and Brian, you know, yeah. we, the three of us have known each other for, you know, 10 years now. Yeah, plus, yeah. And before every game, Raul and Brian usually take a before the game picture together. They post on social media, at the game. I always get left out, Ruth. Yeah, I'm but the guy that brought everybody together. <laughs> I get left out of the picture. It's, and it's the thing a game. Is, don't, yes, it's a game. I, oh, yeah. Oh, it's on purpose. They don't even tell me. I, later, so after the game's over, you usually go to a bar <laughs> to go eat some food, whatever. And, you know, what? what's the normal thing you do after a game? You know, I'm on social media. Uh, and I go, ah, oh, look at this. <laughs> my, my two buddies took another picture together. The game is what, Where am I? <laughs> It's, it's a game. So what you have to do is we have to be able to take a selfie without him knowing, but he has to be somewhere within the selfie. Yeah. So in all these pictures, I am somewhere, somewhere. in the selfie. Background. Background. I don't see it happening. You don't see it happening. game day, yeah. I'm, so, I'm so entrenched in what's going on with these kids again the very first game. I don't see them taking a picture. Right. They're like, you guys are doing, you know, what they're, what they're doing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Another, another picture, and it's, guys. It's Thanks. funny to watch his reaction when he's like, oh, another fucking selfie. And he's like, bro, we took it right in front of you. You were talking to the referee. We were right there. How did you not see it? It turned into we a game. said your name. Yeah, yeah it was, it's funny. It, it would turn to be funny, but he doesn't like it. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty But, but that, that's one of uh, its best. Just, again, this podcast came, came together. Again, we were in quarantine. We were Zoom meeting with coaches uh, trying to get our kids recruited because yeah. that's how the game changed for us as far as recruiting our kids for the, the old class, 2020, that graduated in May. And through these coaches, we started talking to them, and they were like, hey, you guys are pretty funny. You want to grab a beer and just shoot the shit for another hour? I don't have another call for another hour. Sure. <laughs> and we started hearing, and, and he's been bugging me for years, saying, dude, we got to get started a podcast. We got to yeah. start a podcast. We got to start a podcast. We got to start a podcast. And I was like, all right, we have nothing else to do in life because we're stuck at home. Let's do this podcast. But Ruth, literally, literally, this is the funny part. I sent him the picture of all the stuff I bought. I bought I bought everything. Before we even had a name, a logo, or anything, I bought all the equipment, took a picture of it, and sent it to him. I was like, hey, man, I'll talk to you in a minute. <laughs> He's like, are, are we serious that night, right now? That night, yeah. came over his house. We recorded our first, yep. first show, and here we are, 8,000 downloads later in six months. Yeah. Killing it and, and, and doing well, so... Killing you it, gentlemen. Best of luck to, awesome. to all of us as we go into 2021. 20, uh, have everybody have a safe night. Yes. Relax. Again, Raul would always tell you, put your mask on. Yeah, wear your don't mask. Haskins. Yeah, don't be that guy. Don't be. I know you're going to have glitter dripping off and jumping in your face, but put a mask on. Uh, but everybody be <laughs> safe. Don't drink too much. Definitely, if you're going to sit there and have a, a, a great night, a New Year's night, have a plan, have a DD. Uh, if you know, don't call me or George because I just don't want to pick up random people. That's not a good idea. <laughs> call Uber, have a plan, make sure you're safe because uh, you want to be in 2021 uh, enjoying it just like everybody else. You know what I mean? And before, we're, we're, before we go, there's a lot of services out there that are giving free rides. So yep. definitely take advantage of that. Don't drink and drive. It's super dangerous. Yep. Let's bring in 2021 on a good note. Thank you, gentlemen, for having me. Thank you, yes, Ruth. And before you go, Ruth, let everybody know where they can find you on social media for everybody that's listening to the audio version of our podcast. Let them know where they can find you. All right. Find me on Twitter at, at Ruth the Truth with four H's at the end and follow all my Beauty and the Cleese uh, podcast pages. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So make sure to subscribe to us also on YouTube because we're trying to get our subscribers, subscribers up. So, yeah. 
All right, so you heard it from her. For On The Clock, you know we're otcsportstalk.com. Visit our Facebook page, On The Clock Sports Talk. Join the debate. Subscribe to our show. Until next time in 2021, you're on the clock. See you next year. See you.